Hey, it's us, Amanda and Megan. Glad you're here. Grab your juice box. Let's dive right in. How are you doing? You're wearing your Levi jacket. It's cold in the basement. It is cold in the basement. I turned the heater on. It said it was 60 degrees in here. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> it's That's funny because it's 60 chilly. degrees outside right now yeah. and all day long. So on the, I, on the way here, I saw this girl like out walking in just like her bra. And I, want, and I looked over and I was like, hmm, it's not really bra season, lady. <laughs> Where's your sweatshirt? And then there was like another girl down the street riding her scooter in like a ballerina leotard. And I want to be like, you guys, you're being premature. It's only 57 <laughs> degrees. Go put some actual clothes on. Okay. Like it was, I, I rolled my eyes. It's their way of showing their enthusiasm. I know. For the change of season. I know. This happens every year. I know. It gets above 40 degrees and everyone busts out their tank tops for like three weeks. Yep. And then if I, don't you feel like it kind of mellows out? Yes. People come to their senses. That's the correct way of clothes saying it. on. You know how I feel about enthusiasm. I don't like it. <laughs> Keep it together, okay? So, anyways, but were you wandering around today in your leotard? What were you doing? <laughs> no, sadly. Oh, what a bummer. Saving it for tomorrow. Oh, 61. <laughs> <laughs> but it is open window season. Yeah. Whether my family wants it or not, mm-hmm. the windows are all open. Mm-hmm. And only once so far, so far. Have I forgotten to turn the heat back on at night? Mm. Oops. It's really were you, cold. Were you we freezing? Up. Yeah. <laughs> it's freezing. really cold. Yeah. Really cold. But in spring cleaning yes. is in full swing in our house. Fun. Clothes have been purged. The garage has been deep cleaned. Oh, fun. And organized. Cool. Super fun. I bet that feels good. It, well, it feels good to drive in and out of it. Yeah. I actually didn't do any of that work. Which oh, way to go, husband. Yeah. And the garden has been prepped and planted and fruit trees and cool. bushes are fertilized. All the chickens are laying cool. eggs. It's like I live <laughs> on a homestead right now. Like Every time I walk Damn. in the yard, I just kind of stand there and go, feels good. <laughs> Very good. That's so good. You do have a nice little homestead going on. But you didn't mention that your your air-dried laundry, when that's out, it really does feel like a homestead. It does. I do it's very funny. that, that air-dried laundry. Yeah. Not the air-dried towels. I actually don't care for those as much. But everything else is fine. <laughs> those crunchy, beautiful things. So scratchy. Exfoliating your body while you're drying. It's so funny. It's funny because you do have like a little homestead. It, it should be on like 10 acres, but you've put it on like... I don't know, 0.25. It's like, it's, right. yeah, I don't even know what that, my, I don't even know that. what, it, I don't know what an acre is, but I know. It's, it, you've crammed all into like a normal size backyard. Just it's like, very impressive. Just like these wonderful people outside manifesting warmer weather yeah. with their lack of clothes. <laughs> totally. We manifest living on More lots land. of acres <laughs> <laughs> on our 0.2 acres. That's of land. very funny. That is very anyway, funny. What about you? Fun. How are you? Very fun. How are you adjusting to the spring weather? Love it. Same thing. I've just been cleaning all the things and it feels so good. Um, I was actually just talking to you about this upstairs, but the this week we had a really fun, um, what do you call that book that we get? The Brooke Romney 52. Oh, 52 Modern Manners. Modern Manners for Teens, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Yeah. So um, the cute story from this week. So even though I don't have teenagers, we still have that on our kitchen table and we'll flip it open usually on a Sunday night. Same. Same. And talk about it. Yeah, it's a dinner topic of conversation. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. And some of them don't apply to my kids' age, and we just skip that one and go to the next one. Right. But um, this week, the piece of advice was learn how to take feedback. Have you had that one yet? Uh, I know we've made our way through the whole calendar once, but we haven't had that one recently. Yeah, learn how to receive feedback. And it talks about, she talks about, um, you know, how it's good to, 
for lack of better words, like humble yourself. And when someone gives you some feedback, you take it into account and you work on it. And she says, you'll be a better person for it. Mm -hmm. So anyways, that was our topic for this week. And so we all took, we all practiced giving feedback to each other. We went around the table going, you know, a certain direction. Everyone gave advice or feedback to the person next to them. Wow. It was very funny. So, you know, to my daughter, I said, you know, when you don't put your clothes in the hamper, then you don't have clean clothes to wear to school. And I would be happy to do your laundry for you, but I need them to be in the hamper. So some feedback is just to put your clothes in the hamper, take care of them. Hmm. And she received it very well. She said, okay, thanks all. And so we practiced giving it and then receiving it well. That was the point was being able to receive it and not be offended, right? Yeah. So we all went around the table. And, and finally, you know, my husband's giving me feedback. And I'm like, oh, here it goes. You know, you have so much feedback. Oh. <laughs> but my husband's having a hard time coming up with something because, you know, he's being sweet instead of just like launching in like he should. And my sweet little six-year-old says, oh, mom, I have some feedback for you. And I said, great. What do you have for me? And he says, you know, sometimes when we're in the kitchen and I'm going around you, you're bum." bumps me (laughs) and he was very sincere and we all started laughing but he was making he's being sincere I think he was telling me that it was just big and in the way so I just said thank you son I will try to keep my bum out of your way and he's like thanks mom but it was just like so sincere out of the mouth it really was I was like okay so I will I will work on that yes I did I said thank you I will keep my bum to myself and so today I accidentally bumped him and I turned around right away I said oh I am so sorry that my bum bumped you and he goes it's all right mom I know you're working on it and I was like oh my goodness so funny so anyways 10 out of 10 recommend brooke romney's uh 52 modern manners but you just told me that they're coming out with ones for kids yeah they are choosing the cover i think today on instagram she posted she wanted people to help her choose the cover but it is coming soon cool and i cannot wait because just the the ones for teens has been so good so good kids yep very very good absolutely Mm. recommend and honestly i would love to have her on the podcast if anyone like can give us an in. I want her on. I'm a little intimidated yep. because she's so great, but that'd be a really cool episode. About what? What were we talked about? Just manners, mm. kids and manners. I really admire her, like how to raise a competent person. I yeah. really admire that she's like taking this upon herself. So yeah. I would like to talk to her about it. Mm. You should yeah. ask her. I think I will, but I'm still a little nervous. So if anyone wants to give us the in, we would love it. Okay, so this episode topic, Megan, was brought to you by a solid drive down the freeway for me this week. And I witnessed a few things that sent me reeling. Yikes. As they do. You know how I like to reel. Yeah, but what? On the freeway, though. So, you know, like most of my fears... They, this one, most of them have nothing to do with me being in control, right? I'm never in control. That's what freaks me out. You have a general fear of uh, not, not being having in control. control. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But okay. especially when it comes to driving. Mm. So when I was a new driver, I was driving down the road and I saw a Hummer lose its front, one of its front wheels. And it just like teeter to the side and like came to a stop. Scary. And even though no one was hurt, yeah. like as a teenager, I thought, that is possible. Like, oh my gosh, that's going to happen to me any moment. So that's kind of always been in the back of my mind. Well, that's a terrifying thought. It was really to drive around with. And it went bouncing down the road Ooh. and like people were, it was just like this chaotic scene. I remember going, what is happening here? Well, earlier this week, 
on our road, the main road we drive down, 700 East, I saw the same thing happen again. What? It was a big truck driving. He lost a wheel, but this time his truck like fell to the ground <gasps> and it swerved into another car and it caused like an accident. Oh, whoa. So it reminded me of this scene and I thought, oh my gosh, like your tires can just bounce off. They're supposed to be secure, but they can just like go bouncing off, right? So this was on my mind. Uh-huh. A few days later, driving down the freeway. <laughs> I spent a lot of time in the car. And I saw a semi-truck blow a rear tire. You saw it? It happened. And I, I didn't put together what it was because all of a sudden there was just debris and dust everywhere. And uh. I was like, oh my gosh, an accident. And I pulled over into the shoulder. I was still driving, but I was in the shoulder. Yeah. And I just saw the black debris flying everywhere and cars were swerving. And um, so anyways, the point of all this is I have been thinking a lot about it. I think a lot about things that are out of my control Mm -hmm. that you try and put your ducks in a row, but regardless of what you do, it still flies out of control. Mm -hmm. And those are my biggest fears. So I was talking to you about this and lo and behold, we started talking about irrational fears and we sent it out to the masses and it came back with this episode topic. Here we are. The end. Here we are. Okay. Quick question. Yes. How does one properly make sure that their tires are secured onto their vehicle? I don't know. And I think that's what irritates me is because, like, how do they just fly off? Like, the lug nut comes loose? I have no idea. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. And what? that's what makes me nervous is, like, are my are my tires secure? Hmm. I don't know. I don't we know. should probably find out. Maybe instead of interviewing Brooke Romney, we should interview like a car mechanic. <laughs> Someone from Big O. If you are a car mechanic, give us a call. Please tell yeah. us how yeah. our tires stay on. I don't so know. So Amanda can sleep better. But it night. was really spooky. That I didn't like scary. it. I did not like that feeling. So, anyways, okay, Megan. Now it only seems fair that you open up over there and be vulnerable and share your scaries. I know how brave you are, but I also know that there has to be another side of you. What gives you the willies? seriously (laughs) why so much silence (laughs) maybe I'm good at outwardly feigning bravery because there are things that scare me but I would like people to not know that I'm scared that's what I mean it's time to be vulnerable that's what this is all about Megan time to be vulnerable all right well I've mentioned this before I grew up watching all the scary movies and not by choice because of that my fear of the dark is extreme very extreme. Oh, oh, you think that because of that, yeah. because of the scary movies, you don't like the dark? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, okay. and I mean like strategically turning on and off the lights, so I'm mm-hmm. absolutely never in the dark. Mm-hmm. Running upstairs, mm-hmm. every other one, as fast as I can, mm-hmm. leaping into bed so the creepy thing that lives under it cannot reach mm-hmm. my ankles. Mm-hmm. It's so real. Uh-huh. Um, but I, do you, do you uh, sleep in the dark? Or do you like sleep with like a, like a hall light on? Or Do you know marriage is the best thing for having a fear of the dark because Mm. when I have someone sleeping next to me I'm not as scared of the dark because I figure it'll get him first or he will protect me either way like I'm gonna know so it's fine (laughs) (laughs) he has historically always slept closest to the door which in his mind is probably because he's the one who wakes up earlier but in my mind it's because he will get eaten first that's funny I sleep closest to the door so you will get eaten first. My husband did that on purpose. <laughs> I'm going to go home right now and we're going to get a fight about it. Uh, yeah. So no. Okay. But when he works overnight, mm-hmm. as he is doing tonight, uh-huh. I'm very strategic about lights and locked doors and setting the alarms. Yeah. And I usually sleep with a blanket over my head. Okay. Wait. You don't, you don't pass out? <laughs> <laughs> no. It's, well, you don't know you're asleep. <laughs> it's kind of like a... Like a 
There's just this little Megan, little you probably right do here. pass out and you don't even know. Megan. <laughs> <laughs> you Okay, okay, that's fine. I have no issue with that. Some, oh, some you, are you sure? No, I really don't. Okay. I really don't. I just don't want you to pass out when no one's around. Thanks. I isn't it funny how we let it get to our brains? Because we've all seen those reels of like people running up the, we all run up the stairs. I don't care if you say you don't, but we all run up the stairs. Have you ever forced yourself? not to run up the stairs no never but my husband does not run up the stairs neither does my husband they, what is wrong with them something Everything. like i said something's gonna get them first yeah clearly yeah because they don't care hopefully right. <laughs> well you should try because sometimes i will force myself to walk why to be like amanda you are being insane there is nothing there and i will force myself and my heart is like <laughs> racing but my feet are calm and it's a really confusing feeling my body my brain are not connected in that moment you should try it i don't think i could i really don't think i could do you ever walk up the stairs backwards no get your karate hands ready (laughs) come and get me (laughs) no i go up the stairs and then i turn the light off so i don't do yeah i don't there's a light up at the top of the stairs so i wait to turn the light off but i also make sure the bathroom light is on and my bedroom light and the light in the exercise room that i usually walk through Mm -hmm. to get to my bedroom Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because our house is weird. Yeah. Or we're weird. Yeah. It's fine. Either way, no, I strategically mm. make sure lights are always on. Okay. I watched that scary movie about the thing in the dark that when the lights are off, it comes and gets you. As I've long never, as the lights are on. I've never seen safe. that. I don't Good. like stuff like that. I Good. don't like stuff like that. It becomes very real for me. I don't like that. Yep. Yep. Same. Okay. Same. So is that your only thing? No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I <can> go. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> I also don't care for shower drains. Shower drains. Shower drains. Yeah. Or any drains, but shower drains. It's a real phobia. I actually Googled Tell me this about one. it. Do you know what it's called? No. Drainophobia. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> but it's defined as the fear of standing near or on top of a drain, whether it be in a shower oh. or a sewer drain in the street. And it, okay. Google says this could be caused by a fear of dropping items such as keys or phones into them. Or in my case, a fear of my entire body being sucked into the drain. Okay. That's what it is. It's a fear of falling down the drain. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Or something like coming up out of the drain to okay. get me. Okay. Scary movies again. Oh. It's from a scary movie? Probably. Really? I don't know. That one I can't tie to a scary movie, but just creepy things in drains. Okay. It's just creepy things. Scary. Okay. Yeah. But not the hair. You're not referring to the hair because when I sometimes see the hair in the drain, that's when I'm like, oh, okay. Ew. Gotta get out of the that's shower. That's a different kind of scary. It's a different kind different of. Different kind of scary. You're not the only one because we have a lot of submissions actually about drain type things. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I didn't know that was a real thing. How interesting. It's real. Okay. It's real. Yeah. So I'm very strategic about when I shower, like. Not standing on the drain. When you shower or well, how yeah. you shower? As I, as I shower. As you shower, you're not vigilant. Not standing on a drain. So wait, is there any part of you that ever just wants to like step on it to like plug, like clog it so it's like no, nothing come up? No, then something will get my foot and pull me in. Okay, okay, good to know. Okay. <laughs> Why? Why would you think that? I don't know because sometimes <laughs> I, I, think, I think I'd put my foot on it to be like, you're not getting up here, dude. Like, and then the thing will like. Your but toes. there's a drain. You'd have to get through the drain and my foot. And I've got my razor in my hand ready to get you. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to shave off your knuckles as you I will up the I will drain. shampoo you silly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Okay, so should we get into our listeners and their scares? Yeah, let's start with our listener poll. We asked you wonderful listeners what you were most afraid of when you were a kid. And the results said we all had some significant fears when we were little. Mm -hmm. More than half of our listeners, 53%, 
said they were afraid of monsters and or the dark. Okay. Because yep. for me, those are kind of synonymous, right? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I think so. What would have been interesting, maybe, would be to see if these listeners still have these fears now mm. or if they grew out of them. Mm -hmm. I would love to know if they grew out of a specific one mm -hmm. or this specific one, mm -hmm. how. And okay. if they could please tell me, that would be super helpful. You know, quick quick thought. Would people have would people be scared of the dark and or monsters if we were never exposed to things that put our those ideas in our minds, like scary movies or scary mm. books or scary stories? Yeah. Would we because I'm always really impressed when I meet a kid who sleeps in pitch black. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, that doesn't my kids can't do that. My oh, kids. Oh, really? Mine do. Your kids do. Yeah, they don't have any the but, girls have the the okay to wake clock uh -huh. that has a 30 minute nightlight on it. Yeah. And 90% of the time it turns off before they right. fall asleep anyway. Yeah. But they don't none of my kids sleep with any sort of nightlight. So that's pretty impressive, but Is it? do you like you don't watch scary movies with, you they don't watch scary movies. You don't really read scary books. You don't right. tell scary stories. No, but they've also seen things like Harry Potter or you know just little things in shows mm. that portray dark as scary. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not it's not that we watch scary things. We don't. But it's still prevalent enough in our culture and our mm. society of dark being mm. associated with scary. Mm. Interesting. Or tense yeah, or, yeah. you know, unknown. Yeah. Yeah. But, Interesting. But none of my kids are afraid of the dark, as is evidenced by my seven-year-old who will wake up at three in the morning to go to the bathroom and has no issues. She just walks. That's amazing. Slams the door shut and she's done. But she turns the light on because my three-year-old turns the light on, pees, and then goes back to bed. We have a little nightlight in the bathroom. Oh, that's good. So that's it. So no, no oh, lights good. are turned on, but... It's amazing. We still hear her. Slam the door. Amazing. Every time. <laughs> That's when you're slamming the door at 3 a.m. No one can see you anyways. Oh. I leave the door open. Anyway. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, when it came to loud noises like thunder or fireworks, 23% uh -huh. of our listeners had that fear when they were little. Are any of your kids afraid of loud noises? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I have a few of them. Um, my oldest is terrified of fireworks terrified of fireworks it's actually oh no it's getting to the point where i'm like okay we got to do something about this because the fourth of july is not very fun with her but it was mm. this is funny because remember earlier this week we had a few thunderstorms yeah and um i was out doing yard work and i was in the front yard and my son was in the backyard playing and um i heard a thunderclap it was just like a little one it was a tiny one and my first thought was ah oh, He's going to come running any second. And then I thought, well, it was so quiet. Maybe he wouldn't pick up on it. Three seconds later, he comes running and, Mom, Mom, the thunder, the thunder is here. Aww. I must go in the house. And I'm like, you're just fine. You're just fine. But there, I mean, it's, it's spooky. Loud noises can be spooky. Yeah. So I do understand that. Yeah. But they don't bother me, but I have a few kids that don't like it. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The Vitamix, when I turn on the Vitamix, they all plug their ears and... <laughs> So weird thing. Well, lucky when I turn on the Vitamix, all my kids think they need to sing and talk over it. Oh, mm -hmm. no. All my kids literally cover their ears and like are deer in the headlights. What's happening? <laughs> oh, that's funny. No. Yeah. Okay. Being scared of dogs or big animals came in at 13%. Very valid. Is your one daughter still scared of dogs? Not. It's not as severe as it used to be. But okay. for a while, you saw it was a severe 
fear. That but I had a had. kid like that too, and I I understand. So yeah. I have no issue with it. Yeah, it's not as bad anymore. But if a large dog approaches her without her knowing or you know being willing to meet it, mm-hmm. then it will still kind of freak her out. But not she doesn't scream like sure. she's losing a limb anymore. Sure. I mean, can this be my moment to have a make a PSA and say, if you have a dog or a big dog, please do not let it wander up to a child. That's not polite. <laughs> no, it's not. it's not. It's not polite. No one liked your dog like you do. And um, just don't do that. That's not kind. If you do that, I'm going to send my kid up to, you know, I don't know. Up to you. Yeah, I'm going to send my kid up to Sniff you. your butt. Yep. And, and my three-year-old would. He would. And he'd give it a good slap. So let's not. <laughs> okay, what's, what, what's our last? All right, finally, and maybe the most terrifying of all for my younger brother, mm. eating your veggies came in oh. at 10%. Interesting. That's a significant number. Interesting. That was their biggest fear when they were little was having to eat their veggies. You know, I know a few people like this, adults and kids, who just have a very, very, very hard time yeah. eating vegetables. And I don't understand it, but I will <laughs> I will be your companion and I will try and help you through it. <laughs> Some veggie therapy. Yeah, 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 I don't know. One bite of Amanda's salads, you'll be cured. There's so Some good. roasted carrots. Oh, they're so good. Some good old roasted broccolini. Mm. Tricolor cauliflower. That's also good. Russell sprouts. Oh, those sprouts mm, with a little Parmesan and lemon. Mm. Take me right to heaven. <laughs> All right. So what did our what our listeners say with regard to things that they are scared of? Yeah. So we asked for some specifics. What are some things that our listeners are afraid of? Mm-hmm. And the first listener submission says ostriches. <laughs> <laughs> she says they are pure evil. Man, <laughs> as she goes on to say, and turns out they are super mean, super fast, and really aggressive. They can do some serious damage. So maybe it's actually a rational fear. You know, I would agree. There is an ostrich at our local zoo. I'm sure you've seen it. Mm-hmm. I want to point out two things. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are huge. Right. Like enormous, probably 25 feet tall. <laughs> and So basically a giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> and second, they have really bizarre heads. Like their eyes are enormous and they have huge beaks. I don't think you need to say anything else about them because they're like not of this earth. They look like they're out to cause trouble. That's no good ostriches. Seriously. <laughs> totally. But also, ostriches are basically giant chickens. Don't even they try. They really are. Their eyes and wings. No. They're giant chickens. And the fact no. that they lay eggs, frankly, I'm surprised you haven't come home with an ostrich chick to Stop raise Stop it. Wouldn't That's that be a blast challenge? No. <laughs> you can't even eat an ostrich egg. That'd be disgusting. Oh, I just got I the willies. I think you can. Can you? Maybe. Don't Google it. I don't want to know the answer. Absolutely Google oh, it. Oh, my goodness. Isn't that the biggest egg in the world? Like an ostrich egg is like the biggest egg in the world or something. Okay. Uh, oh, I don't want to know. The yolk is literally going to be the size of like a baseball. Are you looking at it? Well, it turns out ostrich eggshells are used as bowls. So that's cool. Oh, because they're really thick. And it's going to be a strong, a strong shell. That's for sure. Lots of calcium in that shell. The key to cooking and eating an ostrich egg is to know what you're getting into. They're similar to chicken eggs, but there are noticeable differences, especially the size. No duh. Okay. <laughs> yes, you can eat an ostrich egg. Uh, there are many health benefits. They are the largest of all eggs. 
I'm still not convinced. Most people who try ostrich eggs for the first time wind up pleasantly surprised. They taste and look similar to chicken eggs, except they are much larger in size. I'm not, I don't know. I'm they not taste convinced. great too, it says. Oh, and ostriches, even though they're birds, their meat tastes like filet mignon. What? Huh. What? Look at that. And there are... <laughs> what? Uh, what? 176 grams of protein <gasps> per ostrich are egg. Are you kidding me? I hope my husband does not hear that. My not husband's going to come you. up with an ostrich egg. I am egg. not Time kidding you. That is crazy. Can you imagine... Okay, look, we're now we're down this rabbit hole. Look what I'm. Okay, what so are you googling over Do you there? know the average cost of an ostrich egg? No, what? One single egg, thirty dollars. Whoa. One egg costs thirty dollars. It takes sixty minutes to soft boil and ninety oh, minutes to hard gosh. boil an ostrich egg. How do people even know this? Why? Oh my goodness! Wow. This is so weird. I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm still not convinced. I don't want to I don't want to get into it. So, I'm finding all of this information on americanostrichfarms.com. Okay. That's crazy. Okay. There's there's a lot more to dig into here. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to stop there. I don't share the same fear. So, you actually ostriches. don't think they're creepy? I think, no, I think they're darling. You I think, think they're, they're darling too. <laughs> but I think it's because of this woman on Instagram. Okay. She just shows the kind of sweet mischievous that side so where funny. they just remind me of giant stupid chickens. Like they're the so chickens funny. aren't that dumb, right? Like No, they, they're not dumb. They are alarmingly mm -hmm. smart. Mm -hmm. And it just reminds me of a giant chicken. Okay. You know what? Balance in all things. I think that it's good that you like them. I don't care for them. I don't feel the way that this person feels. I, but I don't care for them. Okay, but also... I the, will still stick with my chickens. The best prank would be if an ostrich egg showed up at your house. Man, it's I, only $30. Well, I don't even know how you would source one. Like, where do we go to the zoo? Can I have an egg for a prank? Can I just, like, buy I one? I will find that? out. Okay, I look I forward to that over there. I look forward to that. So, okay, so before we, before we get into the rest of the submissions, mm -hmm. I just want to make myself clear. When we laugh at your submissions, listeners... We're not laughing at you. No, never. Because I'm always laughing at Amanda. I know, yeah. Because <laughs> irrational fears are really are really real to you and we're very supportive of you. But also you have to be okay with us laughing with you. Because yes. some of these are pretty funny. And the other part of this that makes me laugh so much is that people have really, really thought about it. Like yeah. no one just said like one thing and left it at that. Mm -hmm. Everyone like really dove into it and it wasn't what they're scared of. It was how they got there mm -hmm. that I found so entertaining. Mm -hmm. So anyways, that's all I'm going to say. That being said. Okay. Let's dive into this okay. next one. It's so good. Okay. This parent says, whales. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And they go on to say they are just too big <laughs> there's a reason i have to read these yeah you're reading all of them i think it started in childhood after i was forced to watch whale rider have you seen that no what is that i've, I've never seen it i don't oh. know okay i didn't know if it was like free willy which i also don't like but that's like the netflix version <laughs> whale rider i don't know i have no idea i don't know okay they say i thought about how scary it would be to ride a whale into the deep 
but it really drove home when I learned that blue whales can be more than twice as big as the T-Rex. This giant, terrifying, prehistoric creature would be tiny compared to a whale. Wow, actually, when you, said, when you read it like that, it's like, oh, And that is whales, big. it goes on. Oh. And whales just exist there in a massive, deep, dark ocean where they move around with their massive mouths. <laughs> That's all they do. They literally exist. (laughs) With big mouths. Okay. They say, I just imagine being in open water, already terrifying enough, and then you come face to face with something that big, like those videos of people paddle boarding or kayaking and a whale comes up to them, gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. Whoa. That description alone would give any person a newfound fear of whales. I'm convinced I should also be terrified of whales now. It's very real. You should be. You absolutely should be. I just think it's so refreshing that this person said whales and not sharks. Because like sharks mm-hmm. is like a very obvious ocean fear. Yeah. But she said, or he said whales. I think that it's actually just like the sheer size, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't seem like it's the like open mouth or the teeth or the the blowhole. It seems like it's like the size of it. <laughs> and I think that, you know, size can be part of like our fear complex, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, but also... If they, if a whale like opens their mouth, like nearby, if you're like within like 20 feet of a whale and it opens its mouth, are you just going to get sucked in because of like velocity? We're getting into physics here. You know, it's just like opens well, its someone, mouth. Didn't someone recently like get sucked into a whale? And what? Like spit out. Not recently. No. Maybe like. Wait, you mean Jonah? Year. Like no. In the Bible? <laughs> no, I mean like, like modern day someone maybe last summer. Are you Googling it? Yeah. yeah I think someone got. Like sucked in real quick by a whale and then spit out. Oh, my stars. Incredible moment. A diver is spat out by a whale after. Okay, let's look at the Daily Mail. Even though it's not legit. Daily Mail's not that legit. (laughs) But I remember hearing about this. Oh, okay. A real life Jonah. Incredible moment. A diver is spat out by a whale after getting sucked in as the giant beast feasted on sardines. So, okay, this guy, 51, in South Africa, set off to document a natural sardine runoff. Sounds delightful. Mm -hmm. The deep sea diver found the water around him churning and felt that he was being grabbed by a whale. The whale spat the diver out and he was able to swim back to safety as the crew watched in shock. What? So your story checks out. Thanks. Someone recently has been... Sucked in. Tasted by a whale. (laughs) A little nibble. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They don't have teeth. So it was just a little nibble. That is so crazy. I didn't. Okay. So So do you now have a fear of whales or no? I mean, we'll get into this later, but yeah. Yeah. I'll add that to the list of things. Tires and whales. (laughs) Super spooky. Don't like it. (laughs) Okay. All right. Another listener says their fear is grates on city sidewalks no one is inspecting those things who knows when they'll go and i want to add to this the holes in the road like manholes you know like those random holes that like lead down to pipes mm-hmm. yeah same thing no one checks those and yeah. sometimes they're like popped out of the road and like who's going to put it back in some like good samaritan <laughs> no when do you ever see a manhole cover popped out of the road megan i'm constantly looking for sinkholes so at least once a day <laughs> 
<laughs> at least once a day. I'm like, well, that mm. covers off the manhole. Well, so we've had a ton of comments about drains or grates. Sure. Another parent said at one point, storm drains and grates of any kind mm. uh, that they'll give out when stood on. Amanda, yeah. did you ever think twice before walking over the city grates when you lived in New York? I would think twice about it, but here's why I didn't like, it didn't ever scare me because I feel like if it fell in, that was a huge liability. Like mm. the city is not going to allow that to happen. The only reason why I wouldn't walk over is because it would often blow up air from the subway. Right. And if I was wearing a dress, yeah. no one wants that. So like, sometimes the air would smell yucky too. You know what? I like that weird musty smell. It like, it's like, it, but it's, it just it smells, smells like home for yeah, you. It smells good. So I don't <laughs> mind the smell. It was the, like, I've seen many women's skirts fly up and I'm yeah. like, <laughs> rookie. That's funny. So did you, but did you get worried walking over in Boston? Um, uh, no, there weren't as many. So I, I can't remember too many, but Does I remember. Boston have a subway? Yeah. Well, it has the T, which is above ground, kind of outside of the city, but then it goes okay. underground. Oh, interesting. That makes sense. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, oh, okay. It's just the tea. Uh, but those grates are terrifying. I've walked around in New York City enough to know that I don't care for walking over those. You yeah. know how elevators have inspection certificates? Uh -huh. To whom do we lobby for inspection certificates on sidewalk grates? <sighs> and while we're at it, inspection yeah. certificates for shower drains too, please. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the shower inspector for you is your husband. Just, uh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, okay. And there's too many grates. You just can't keep track of the grates. There's too many. So therefore, just don't walk on them. It's not safe. That's a great number And I like grates. the one listener said, they will give out. Not like, will <laughs> like, they? Will it's they? like, they, they will. will. It yeah, will happen. Will. Not, though, how many news stories have we heard about the grates going out? Zero. As far as I know. As far as I know, but I haven't checked the news today, so who knows? Mm, mm, good who job. Knows? So, anyways, good for you. but yeah, it felt very, it felt very legit. I feel like only you know, people who like to live on the edge are those that walk on grates. Like, Godspeed, good luck. Whoa. Yeah, too scary. Bravery. Yep. Okay. Another listener said we are talking about going to Florida, and I'm like, are there alligators everywhere? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Indeed, there are. <laughs> everywhere <laughs> it's like arizona megan you've been to arizona now you know there are scorpions everywhere except i never actually saw a scorpion. <laughs> everywhere <laughs> but you can't live in utopia okay uh -huh. so it makes sense that there would be one downside to living in florida or arizona only one only one can't think of a single yes. other yes downside okay so for this reason i have no interest in going to florida until my youngest child can obey instructions hmm. i went to the everglades once as a kid. Really? Megan, there actually are crocodiles everywhere. And I remember being so scared. I have talked to my husband before about taking our kids to Florida recently, but I've also seen YouTube and Instagram and see how the alligators just like hop out of the water. I'm not, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I've been to even Disney World and even in Disney World, I was like constant, like every body of water. I was like, okay, it's in there. I know it is. <laughs> okay. In person, you've seen crocodiles? Yes. Or alligators? Uh, well, I've seen reptilians. Wait, uh, what's it? Do you I know how to the tell the difference between the two. An alligator has a nose that's more angular. A crocodile has a rounded nose. A crocodile has a C nose and an alligator has an A nose. Is that right? One says after a while and the other says, see you later. You doofus. <laughs> <laughs> you doofus. I don't know. I don't Literally, know. Literally halfway through the sentence, I was like, hmm, I've never heard that before. <laughs> Yeah. That's so funny. That's so funny. But I don't know. Would you 
would you take your kids to Everglades? Uh, at they at their current ages? Yeah, right now? Absolutely not. No. No. I, Have you seen my children try to listen to that, me? That's no. why I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go because I think no. my, I have kids that literally I one kid that'd be so scared that mm. he would not have fun mm-hmm. and then I have another I have multiple kids that would just wander around aimlessly right well we have a lot of adventurous kids yeah. they just naturally they love to explore yeah they love to get into things and see things and experience things and they're not quite old enough to understand the dangers right. and how to be safe right so no I I, I would not like to yeah do any sort of crocodile or alligator yeah. exploring. No. Yeah. No, okay. Okay. Mm. Pass for us for now. <clears throat> yep. Okay. Another listener said they have a fear of spiders. Yep. And so does everyone else on this planet. Like, I don't know anyone who doesn't. I wish I could comfort you, dear listener, but those buckers are gross. It's their legs and their speed. That's what gets me. You've seen you've seen those Instagram videos of those like crazy Australian spiders. I can't even finish the video before I get the willies. Their speed. It's a spider. A giant house spider travels at a whopping 1.2 miles per hour. Did you Google that? 1.2 miles an hour? I have seen your running Megan, that's paces. Like freakishly fast. They no, have it's tiny legs. Oh. <laughs> that's so fast for their little bodies. Yeah, for them. For yeah. a human. With a big body, that's not know. fast. I've seen your running paces, and I, I know, know who's faster. Well, yeah, but if they are, if they feel threatened, they run. The other day, I was folding laundry, and one fell out of the laundry basket, and it and felt personally threatened by you. It it didn't because I played it cool. But do you know what I did? <laughs> I didn't. I was. I didn't want to stand up and get a piece of toilet paper, so I put my water bottle right on top of it. And then as soon as my husband came down, I was like, hey, I need you to get the spider. And he's like, where is it? And I was like, under my water bottle. And I lifted it up and it scurried toward him. And I was like, gotcha. Ah. It, was, it was spooky. But I don't like him. You Have you seen? There's like always Instagram videos of spiders. Yeah, but they all live in Australia. Yeah, that place. Which oh my is gosh. fine. We should, we I have a friend in Australia. I should call I her too. and ask her. We should call yeah. our friends and ask them about that. Yeah. Because this one, it's like a grown man. There's like a spider in his house. And he uses his broom to like push it out. And the spider like backflips <gasps> onto the broom. And then the grown man no. scream. <laughs> like you like drop the phone watching it because it's so scary. Oh, that sounds awful. Don't, gotta don't post him. that one. Don't post I that don't know. It's video. It's so crazy. Ooh. Australia is crazy, man. Don't care for that. Okay, another listener says flying is their fear. So dumb. That's their words, not mine. I was like, we're not saying it. So no, and they go that. on to say, and it gets worse with every trip. I really hate turbulence, and I'm sure it's a control thing. If I sit in a window seat and look out the window the entire time, it helps to see the plane isn't actually falling out of the sky like I think it is. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's dumb. Hmm. I really do think it's magic how those big metal tubes fly. I don't understand. How something so big, it's basically a sky whale, could be pushed into the sky with only a few engines. Like, it probably, Megan, now that I think about it, it actually probably is the size of a blue whale. It's like the equivalent. It probably weighs as much, too. It just has engines on its fins. I just, I don't understand. I don't understand the physics. I've tried many times. Mm-hmm. I don't understand the physics. That's fine. That's why we are blessed to have people in this world who do understand the physics. Yeah, but if you don't understand, sometimes it make you worried. Because like sometimes when I'm like flying, I'm like, okay, I, I could send myself into a spiral. But then I just think, no, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm yeah. fine. No, yeah, I trust that there are people who knew what they were doing when they designed, yeah. tested, 
and yeah. mass producing well, there things. Are tens just like of buildings, yeah. right? Yes. Like yes. you could look at a building and think, oh, it could fall down. Well, yeah, yeah but yeah. But there it's are also common. tens of thousands of successful flights every single day. And so that's that's how I talk myself out of it. I'm like, yeah. it's not going to be this flight. Okay, yeah. you're just fine. <laughs> not this time. That's how I talk to myself. Maybe the next. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Okay. All right. Another person says their fear is that I'm going to hold my child over the edge of a cruise ship and drop them. Accidentally. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I know this because I feel the same way. This is not my submission, but... I feel the same way. This is why I don't take my kids on cruises and I never will anytime soon. Not until they are like 16 year old teenagers where I can't even physically lift them because it's, it's either me holding them to mean saying, look out at the beautiful ocean or them like pushing a chair up to the edge and off they go down into the deep blue with all those whales. And <sighs> Megan, does it, it gives me the same feelings that I f- imagine you felt at Yellowstone mm. recently. Mm-hmm. Does it? Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Going on a cruise, going to Yellowstone, it's practically gambling with our <laughs> children's lives under the guise of a vacation. Yes, yeah. Yes. It's like a whole new level of parenting stress. Yes. I see where they're coming from. Yes, yeah. because it's like, I don't even want to go down the road, but if someone goes overboard, <laughs> you have to go in. Then it's like, well, are you going to, are you both going to be stuck out there? Like, it's just, and it doesn't even happen. I think like what is, Let's let's like hurry and look it up. How many? Oh my goodness! How many people fall? I think over? just the other day in the news, I saw that there was a body missing. Or a guy like went overboard on a cruise. But how often do you hear of kids falling off of cruises? Never, never. Kids never fall off of cruises because the uh, side. I've been on a cruise. Yeah, same. Because the side is is high enough that kids could not easily go over. Yeah, and go on a Disney cruise. You know that one's yeah. going to be like yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like a toddler proof ship. Yeah. Oh, this is interesting. Huh. So between 2009 and 2019, oh, that's actually 10 years. Okay. Mm-hmm. There were only. I was like, oh, that's that's very recent. No. <laughs> There were 212 overboard incidents globally Mm. involving passengers and crew. Right. I would like to know how many of them were inebriated. Okay. That's what I was just going to say. I think that most people who go overboard are not of sound mind. Is that... That's a really good way to put it. Is that the right way to put it? That's great. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So anyways, yeah, that's... That's that. So your kids will be safe, but still, how about we don't go on a cruise anytime soon? All right. Okay. Sounds fine. Okay. All right. Uh, the next person says they are afraid of sharks. Aha, aha, aha. I knew it would surface. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> that was a seal, not a shark. A shark. <laughs> chomp, chomp, chomp. <laughs> uh, chompy, chomp, chomp. Um, the statistics about being struck by lightning, like, you you have a greater chance of being struck by lightning than attacked mm-hmm. by a shark. Mm-hmm. That sounds sus. That does not sound <laughs> legit. I do not believe that. I do not believe in the scientific numbers. No. This no. is basically Amanda saying she doesn't <laughs> trust science. I don't believe in science. This entire episode. I only believe in myself. <laughs> but, uh, my instincts. <laughs> my gut feelings. Which says science is wrong. Just joking. Do not <laughs> quote me. Just joking. But you, you never hear about people getting struck by lightning. You but you always hear about people being attacked by sharks. Have you heard about something? You being clearly struck by did not grow up in the Midwest where it was way more common to hear about really? a person being struck by lightning than to hear about a shark attack. I remember watching an educational video. All of us, it was like a Girl Scout camp. All the Girl Scouts had to sit through this video all about 
lightning safety. I was probably what? 12. And there was this one part about the warning signs of a lightning strike. Did you know that your hair will stand on end? Kind of like when you jump on a trampoline, it's all staticky right before you get struck by lightning. What? Mm-hmm. So wait, are you supposed to like run? Like what? I don't remember. Because if it's right I before, I know. you're like, oh crap. Zink. Well, in the video, there was a story of these three teenagers that were hanging out and it was during a thunderstorm in a house or maybe they were on their deck or something and, and their hair started standing and they thought it was so cool. They're taking selfies, but there was like a disposable camera, you know, like an actual camera. They were taking pictures of themselves and one of them was killed because <gasps> they all got struck by lightning, but like it just hit one person more oh, than the, anyway, I will never forget that that stayed with me, but yes. It is not uncommon to hear stories of people getting struck by lightning in the Midwest or like in Florida. It happens all the time in Florida. Why would it happen all the time in Florida? Because there's a lot of storms, a lot of lightning and a lot of golfers. It's a bad combination. Oh, my stars. Yeah. I've heard more about people getting struck by lightning than shark attacks. So this is interesting because you grew up in the Midwest. Mm -hmm. My husband who grew up on the coast and yeah. me who lived on the coast, I swear we were only ever hearing about shark attacks. Right. So I wonder if it's just like a demographic thing, but yeah. I just had, I didn't, I literally thought that people don't get struck by lightning. I thought that I didn't know that was a thing. Well, spoiler alert. So you do. Darn it. So I do. You're right. Ugh. But, but the, the fear, fear of sharks is valid. Yeah. I, I don't, I, it doesn't rule my life, mm -hmm. but I also don't care for them. And that's why I don't go into the ocean. Hmm. I go up to my knees. And that is as far as I'll go. That's it. Yep. That's why I didn't surf with you when we were in. That's not why. Like, I don't yeah. really like to surf anyways. But the lack of passion combined with the nervousness about sharks mm -hmm. makes it gives enough me to no desire to go. close in. to the shore. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen enough Shark Week weeks <laughs> to. So you've not seen go enough in. Shark Weeks? Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the teacher right there. Uh, okay. Uh, the last parent fear that was shared with us is being crushed. Just the fear of something falling on me and not being able to get it off. Plus, I don't want someone to steal my cute shoes, Wizard of Oz style. Yeah. Yeah. Well, after experiencing the earthquake, I can say that I understand. Again, I think the odds are slim, <laughs> but that's not the point. The point is to validate you and... Also, you are strong enough. You will just kick it off the moment that dresser falls on you. You're so strong, listener. <laughs> kick it right off. <laughs> I don't know how else to make him feel good because that is a, not a fun thought. <laughs> okay, so those are all the parents. Then we asked the parents to ask their kids what scared the kids. And here are some of the responses from children. Okay, so the first one from a kid says... The light on the smoke detector. Yeah, that scared me too. I don't know why. I don't know why. But same with the with the red numbers on the digital alarm clock. I don't know why. It scared you? Yeah, it felt like glowing eyes or something. Glowing scary monster eyes. I don't know. That does sound scary. Yeah, that's weird, right? Huh. But the light on the smoke detector. That scared me as a kid too. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. All right. Another kid fear was the clothes in the closet. Yeah, my son mentioned this. Um, oh, that's right. I think that that's actually pretty common. Yeah, what kid is not scared of their dark, scary closet? Until this moment, I had conveniently forgotten that I was also afraid of my closet. And I used to make mm. sure the doors were closed every night before mm. I went to bed. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a very normal fear. Yeah, yeah, same. And the next one I think is pretty normal too, actually. Yeah, this kid's fear is vacuums. 
I think it's a loud noise. I yeah. think it's a loud noise. Yeah, we already talked about this. It, like loud noises mm-hmm. are just scary. Yeah, I mean the best way to help them get over it is just to like use the vacuum hose and like vacuum their butts a few times and like really, you know, what do you call that? It's like, like it's exposure like exposure therapy ex- yes, or something. Exposure I don't therapy. think that's right. I think there's a different term for it. But yeah, yeah. you're just exposed to it over and over and over yeah. again. Yeah, I took the kids all to the car wash day before I dropped them off at preschool. And I got that hose and I sucked all of them real good. They were super clean when they got to school and no one's scared now. Did you know I did that yesterday? Oh, you did? You took your car yesterday? Oh, that's funny. You took your I car. I took them through the car wash, so and then did. I had the vacuum, and I was sucking all their legs. <laughs> that's hilarious. They go to school every day, like, my mom took us to the car wash again today. <laughs> they vacuumed us. Well, We're clean. What else do you do for 15 minutes with a bunch yeah. of three-year-olds in the, the car? And the car wash is so close to their school anyway. And it's so magical with it's all the lights. Totally. It's so good. So, so yeah, that's how you do it. Exposure suckers. therapy. We're going to coin that. Therapy. We're going to coin that right now. All right. Uh, another kid's fear is... Any kind of bug, even flies. Yeah. I had a kid who had this fear. Yeah. Your, your uh, oldest my, daughter? Yeah, my oldest Wait, daughter. Remember she got stung by the widow jackets. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> Is that why? No, it was oh. actually way before that. Oh. If a gnat or like a mosquito, like something t- teeny tiny would be in the car flying around, mm-hmm. she would scream bloody murder. And this started when we lived in Boston when she was probably a year too old. Oh, interesting. And I remember driving, it might have been on our drive from Boston to Cincinnati when we moved. Uh-huh. It was some long drive and a bug got in the car and she screamed and screamed for a really long time. It was awful. I forgot that she used to have that fear too. Interesting. Doesn't have it anymore. The little little jackets solve that problem. The widow jackets. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I think that, again, maybe exposure therapy is good. Just find a few bugs, roll them around in your hands, show them how they don't hurt you. That's all. That's my only advice. It's <laughs> awful. Share with them your love for bugs. Okay? Your love for bugs. Yes. Yes. All right. Okay. Another one says street lights. Mm. My four-year-old is terrified of the orange man who watches me at night. The orange man is a street light that he can see out his window. We have to keep his curtains closed, or the orange man will watch him sleep. Ooh. It is creepy. That actually that is, is creepy. creepy. I don't like orange street lights. I don't know why we have orange street lights. People should just put in white. A, because it looks better, it's classier, and B, it's not scary. So white, yellow, white, yellow. Oh, the lamps. You know the, the, lamps. Orange, the orange street lamps? Like, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, that, yeah like yeah. you see like sometimes on freeways or like, yeah. why do we have those? They're so gross. It's probably just the differences in light bulbs, right? I think so, but I'm sure there's a reason. Like it's not as bright or like mm. it's light pollution. Like mm. I'm sure there's a reason, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it doesn't look good. It looks bad. So we should stop doing that. Yeah. Yeah. But huh. I, this, it would kind of creep me out. That would creep me out too. That would be creepy. But also, isn't it crazy how kids' imaginations, like the lamppost, they like interpret it as a, a man. Yeah. That's really crazy that kids think that way. That is crazy. Yeah. We have a um, a large tree. Mm. When you look out of our exercise room or like my boy's room, there's this huge tree maybe, what, like 100 yards away. Yeah. And one night, one of my kids is like, Mom, there's a man in the tree. Oh, my gosh. There's a man in the tree. And I, I, like, I'm kind of freaked out by this. I think I, you were – you've told me a story before. I think your yeah. husband was working. Probably. He's always working when think, creepy things happen. Yeah, now that we've talked about this, I'm actually going to struggle with going to sleep today. Oh, no. But – 
he, it's so I go in and I go to see and like, he's right there, right there in the tree, right there. And wait, did you actually look? Well, yeah, of course I did because, oh, really? I, well, yeah, what else am I supposed to do? Like, because sorry, kids, I'm too scared. No, You're so- on your own. <laughs> no, sometimes that's why I'm like, I am actually too scared to look. I'm just going to like yeah. get, you know, I'm just going to throw a shoe at it. My, my, yeah, my stomach was like in my feet. It was yeah. awful. I was terrified. But I did look and it's these, I don't know when it happened, but there are these mylar balloons that are stuck in this tree. And I knew it because I had seen it over the winter mm-hmm. and I'd stare out those windows enough from mm-hmm. running and exercising. Mm-hmm. I, was like, oh. I knew that it was these balloons, but with the, the leaves kind of growing in, yeah. like it did, I could see why they were confused. Yeah. But it was really nice to be able to tell the kids, it's just some yeah. big mylar balloons that got yeah. stuck in that tree. Who knows how long? ago it's not a man and they're still it's there okay. they are still there we they are still there it down i wonder how we could do they that. are really t- they're really high up there huh. like Ugh. like 100 yards up there that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically the atmosphere um <laughs> that is that's a crazy story i don't know that's that that's those types of stories give me the willies yeah same yeah. same same but that one had a happy ending yeah very good all right another parent <laughs> says their child is afraid of automatic flushing toilets. My daughter was scared of toilets that automatically flushed until she was five. She used to cry every time she needed to use a public restroom because she just knew the toilet would surprise her. Now to her credit, it's even spooky for us experienced toilet users. It could flush us at any moment. When it does flush, when you're like sitting on the toilet, do you ever kind of like jump up a little bit like yeah (gasps) Yeah, because you know it it, it, it could get your bum all wet right loud yeah and the automatic ones always spray more too you know because it's so much uh there's so much power and it's like i don't want that do you know when i was in fifth grade i ended up going to a brand new elementary school they had just built it okay and they put automatic flushing toilets in all the bathrooms and that was like a big deal then very cool and also very terrifying for the kindergartners so many kids were running out of the bathroom screaming and crying because back then it wasn't common oh. to see an automatic flush toilet. Oh it became such an issue. They had to tape post-it notes over all of the sensors in the kindergarten bathrooms. What? Because it was causing oh, such issues. Oh, my stars. That is so crazy. Anyway. That's so crazy. Well, you can just think about it as the poor man's bidet, you know. <laughs> it might not have warm air, but it's a little more exciting. And those than... wonderful public toilets. Mm, yummo. Okay. <laughs> Gross. All right. Uh, And the final kid's fear is leaves. I have three-year-old twins who both have a fear of leaves. If there's a leaf on the ground, they will do everything possible to walk the opposite direction. My daughter won't even come close to it. She will stand there and cry until I pick her up. I hope they live in like Arizona or something. Because like if you live in like New Hampshire, oh my goodness, fall must be like the Maine. worst time of your life. <laughs> yeah, like that's not true. It must just be like the sound or the crunch. I don't, I can't figure that one out. Or the fact that it like they fall in an unpredictable pattern. You never know where it's going to land. <laughs> just land right on your head. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's a good one. I just hope they live somewhere in the desert. Somewhere where there's no leaves anywhere. Very unique. Yeah. Very unique. Well, Mm. I hope after this episode, the listeners feel equal parts more scared than they started, but success more validated. Mm. Yeah, you should be aware of the oversized animals, ostriches and whales, but that should not stop you from going to the zoo and giving them the side eye. (laughs) Go out, live your lives. Don't be dumb. All those whales at the zoo. Go ahead and give them the side eye. (laughs) Basically, well, (laughs) SeaWorld, that's the ocean zoo. 
How you have all those oceans. animals, the side eye. The aquarium. The <laughs> <oceans>. <laughs> I forgot there was an aquarium. I was like, the aquarium? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I right. think we should forever call it the ocean. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. Oh, my stars. Well, so like Amanda said, don't yeah, be dumb. Don't be dumb. <laughs> Visit your local ocean zoo. And on that note, time to put the baby to bed. Oh, please take a minute to rate, review, comment, leave us some feedback or love. We'll take whatever you have for us because we love you and appreciate you and your fears. <laughs> be a friend to everyone. Bye.